साक्षात पर ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम ओ सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर कर्वाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मावहै ओ शाति 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 महामृत्युंजय मंत्र ओंबक यजामहे सुगंधि पुष्टिवर्धनम उर्वाक इव बंधना मृत्योर्मुक्षीयृता ओंबक यजामहे सुगंधि पुष्टिवर्धनम उर्वाक इव बंधना मृत्योर्मुक्षीयृता ओंबक यजामहे सुगंधि पुष्टिवर्धनम उर्वाक इव बंधना मृत्योर्मुक्षीयृता ओं शाति 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 वेलकम एवरीवन टुडे आई वांट टू टॉक अबाउट नाइन फॉर्म्स ऑफ डिवोशन एज इट इज मेंशन इन रामचरितमानस सो मेनी ऑफ यू मे नो रामचरितमानस दिस बुक दिस टेल्स द डिवाइन स्टोरी ऑफ लॉर्ड राम रिटन बाय पोइट सेंट तुलसीदास एंड दिस द नाइन फॉर्म्स ऑफ डिवोशन दे आर डिस्क्राइब्ड बाय लॉर्ड रामा हिमसेल्फ इन द एपिसोड ऑफ शबरी सो दिस इज द टाइम व्हेन Ravana has abducted Mother Sita, and Rama and Lakshmana they are going in search of Sita. On the way, they come across Shabri's hermitage. Shabri is a tribal lady, so she belongs to sort of a low caste socially at that time. And uh, from the very childhood. she had an intense desire to see god to attain the divine perfection but she did not know how she was even hesitant to approach any saint or sages because she was from a very low caste and she thought nobody will entertain her request but her desire for god was so strong that one day she ran away from her house and she came to this part of the forest where there was an ashram of a sage known as matangarushi shabri was very hesitant to approach the sage but she wanted to serve the sage so what she did in the night when everybody slept she would clean the whole area of the ashram as well as the approaching road of the ashram when the sage is getting up in the morning he is finding everything so nice and clean and he is wondering who is doing that he doesn't find anybody who is doing that so one day he wanted to find this mystery because it's happening every day he wakes up a little bit later in the night and then he finds this lady young lady who is cleaning the whole thing with a lot of devotion she goes to her she, he goes to her and tells her asks her who are you and shabri is a little terrified she thought she was caught now the sage will really scold her maybe uh, tell her to go away so she was a little bit afraid and she told 
I am Shabri. I'm from a very tribal area, low caste kind of person. And I just wanted to serve you. So I'm serving in this manner. Sage was very touched by her devotion. He said, Shabri, you don't need to do this way. You can do it comfortably and openly if you want to serve here. You can stay in my ashram in one place. In, in, uh, and then after a few days, he tells Shabri, Shabri, it has, time has come for me to leave my body. But you can stay in this ashram. And as far as your desire for seeing the Lord, because Shabdi was expecting if CH could initiate her into some sort of a, a spiritual practice. So he says, Shabri, you don't have to worry about any spiritual practice or anything. You just stay here. No need to go anywhere. Lord of his own accord will come to your place. And Shabri was extremely happy hearing this. And he told Shabri that you don't have to practice any spiritual thing or do any meditation or anything. You just stay here, wait for the Lord. Lord will come of himself. And Shabri took his, her Guru's words with complete faith. In her heart, she had no doubt that as Guru has said, Lord will come of his own accord. And she just has to wait. And that's what she does. She waits. So Matangarishi, the sage, he leaves his body. Shabri is there alone in the hermitage. And she waits. Every day, because Guru did not tell when will Lord come. All, all he said was that he would come one day. So for Shabri, every day, every moment become the waiting of the Lord. So every day it could be that Lord would be coming to me. And she would wait for the Lord to come. Her whole mind, her whole life is concentrated on this one thing that Lord could be coming any day, any time. So every day in the morning, she would clean the hermitage, she would clean all the approaching roads because she doesn't know where the Lord will come from. She would go to the forest, pick up the best of the fruits available in that season to serve Lord, to serve the Lord. And every day she would do that and then she would just keep sitting there and waiting, waiting for the Lord to come. Day by day passed in this manner. Shabri's faith never wavered. She had complete faith in her Guru's words that Lord would come of his own accord. She did not go to any other sage. She did not think that I should do some other things. Just patiently and enthusiastically at the same time waiting for the Lord to come. Every single day. Day by day passed in this manner, Shabri became old lady. And yet her faith did not waver even a bit. She had this strong faith that Guru has said, Lord will come of his own account. And then one day Lord approaches. So Lord Rama and Dakshmana, his younger brother, they are searching for Sita and they come to Shabri's hermitage. And Shabri was so joyous. She remembers her Guru's words. So grateful and thankful. And it is said that Shabri had collected some types of berries that day for, to serve the Lord. And when she is serving Lord, she is so overburdened with love that she only wanted to serve the sweetest of the fruits. So how would she know which fruit is the sweet? So she would just she eat a little bit of the fruit herself and remaining part she would offer to Lord. Normally it's considered a big mistake to offer to any guest, let alone not the food in this manner that first one has tasted oneself uh, the same food. Uh, but Shabri, because out of her overwhelming love, she was not observing any such rules. And Lord was extremely happy to see 
her love and he ate with joy all those fruits which Shavri offered him. Not only that, he ate everything with joy. In his mind, whenever he went to anywhere else later in his life, and people would ask, and they would serve him the Lord the best of the meals, and they would ask how was the food, and he would say, food was all right, it was good, but nothing can compare Shabri's, uh, Shabri's uh, fruits, which I ate that. So then Lord is telling nine forms of devotion to Shabri. So in one way, Lord is praising Shabri, but because Shabri will not be listening to her praises, he tells her in the form of the teachings. So he tells nine forms of devotion. And this is one of the favorite topics of Sri Guruji. He has discussed this quite a few times. So I'll just chant these verses from your Amcharit Manas. Navadha bhagati kahau tohi pahi Sabdhan sunudharumanu mahi प्रथम भगति संतन कर संगा दूसरी रति मम कथा प्रसंगा गुरुपद पंकज सेवा तीसरी भगति अमान चौथी भगति मम गुणगन कराई कपट तजिगा मंत्र जाप मम दृढ़ विश्वासा पंचम भजन सुबेद प्रकाशा छठतम सील विरति बहु कर्मा निरत निरंतर सज्जन धर्मा सातम सम मोहि मैं जग देखा मोते संत अधिक करि लेखा आठम यथा लाभ संतोषा सपने हु नहीं देखई पर दोषा नवम सरल सब सन छल हीना मम भरोस ही हरश न दीना नमह एक जिनके होई नारी पुरुष सचराचर कोई सुयति से प्रिय भामिनी मोरे सकल प्रकार भगत दृढ़ तोरे सो लॉर्ड इज सेइंग दैट I tell you the nine forms of devotion. Please listen to them. And he is saying that first in order is company with the saints. So just company with the saints, it is considered the first thing. The reason is in Manas it is said in another place, Binu satsang vivekna hoi, Ram krupa binu sulabhna soi. Without having the company of the saints, one will not attain the discrimination. What is thing worth pursuing in life? What is real? What is unreal? What is the right thing? What is the wrong thing? Without having that discrimination, person will only go as per his desires and straight thoughts. And eventually would find himself in sorrow. So that is the first order of the devotion. Second one he is saying, listening to my stories with love. So developing a love for my stories. Whichever form may one love the Lord, when one hears about the Stories of the Lord, the devotion deepens in the heart. And third one, he is saying, service of the lotus feet of one's preceptor with humility. And this part is important with humility. Uh, that means with, without any expectation of thanks or respect. Not only from Guru himself, but from anybody around him. And that is a difficult thing. Many people, and then second, second thing is, what is the service to the Guru? 
Is it just to prepare the food for him, to wash his clothes? So in Ramcharit Manas, another place it comes, Agya Samna Susahiva Seva. The actual service to the Guru is follow his words, follow his teachings with humility. So it is good if one can offer the service to the physically to the Guru or to his personal physical form, whatever may be needed. But truly speaking, the service to the Guru consists in just obeying his words, his orders with faith. Like in case of Shabri, Guru said that Lord will come and you don't have to do anything, just wait here. And she did that. Then fourth is singing my praises with a guileless heart. So this is important because many people can sing the praises and they do, but with a guileless heart, with a childlike heart. Then fifth is muttering my name with unwavering faith. So the name of the Lord or a mantra which Guru has given to do the japam of that mantra or that name of the Lord with the faith that this will lead me to the goal. Then sixth form of devotion consists of practice of the self-control and virtues desisting from manifold activities and ever pursuing the course of conduct prescribed for the saints. So this is basically developing some divine qualities. Recently when Guruji was in Texas ashram, he, he was giving his discourses in writing uh, because he is in silence. And in that darshan sessions in Texas ashram, he spoke about the divine qualities 26 of them from Bhagavad Gita. So that essentially consists of this sixth form of devotion. The person sees the world full of me without distinction and reckons the saints as even greater than myself. So this is something which is difficult to understand that how can one perceive the saints or guru as even greater than the Lord? Lord is saying that is the seventh form of devotion. That he sees me everywhere, but as far as the saints are concerned, sees them is even greater than myself. And there is an episode where there was a saint Kabira in India and he is writing a verse whereby he is saying both Guru and God, they are standing in his front. Whom should he bow down first? And he says, I decide to bow down to Guru first because it is Guru who told me about God. So without him, I will never attain God. So here also Lord is saying in Manas that consider the Guru and saints as even greater than myself, basically God himself. Then the eighth one is that person remains contented with whatever he or she gets and never sees others' faults even in a dream. This part that never seeing others' faults is something which Sri Guruji has emphasized again and again a lot. And it's not very easy. In fact, uh, one person I was talking to and he told me that it's not that I see others' faults. The other person is showing his faults to me. So uh, it's, it's, it's difficult because what happens is this. For whatever reason, if I feel hurt in my heart and I ascribe that hurt, the cause of that hurt to the other person, I would naturally see the faults of others. So uh, then the ninth form of devotion it demands that one should be guileless and straight in one's dealings with everybody and should in one heart, one's heart cherish implicit faith, implicit faith in me without either exaltation or depression. So one should be even-minded whether the situations are pleasant or unpleasant. One should remain even-minded 
and not have his faith wavered. Then Lord is telling Shabri that whoever possesses any one of them, out of nine, any one of their forms of devotion, that person, whatever that may be, whether man or woman or any other creature or uh, no matter what caste or what social status, he is saying even sentient or insentient, that person is most dear to me. And then he tells Shabri that, oh good lady, as for yourself, you are blessed with unflinching devotion of all these times. So this is the, when I told you that Lord wanted to praise Shabri for her exalted status, but he did not want to directly praise her because she will not be comfortable. He praises her in this fashion that first he, as if giving her the teachings and then said, these are not actually for you because you already are blessed with all these kind of things. The teachings are only meant for others. So in this manner, this is a very beautiful episode of uh, nine forms of devotion from Manas. I just wanted to share with you. Um, any comments or questions, please feel free to write in the chat window. So one person is writing Samatpam. Samatpam means evilness coming from Gita. And that's, that is correct. That's the mentioned in the ninth form of devotion here. That to maintain an attitude of equanimity irrespective of the situation, pleasant or unpleasant. So if you can write any of your questions or comments. If not, then we will start our meditation. There is a question which I think all of you can read. How can one get over the feeling of disappointment in oneself if we do not live up to all these qualities? It's a very beautiful question because when I look at this list, I find I'm not having these things. So then there is a sort of self-blame, disappointment, that where am I, what am I doing? And uh, therefore, if you look at Lord is saying that a person having any one of them, not all nine necessarily, any one of them, he or she is most dear to me. So, if you look at Shabri, what did she practice? She practiced only one thing, that unflinching faith in her Guru's words. And she waited. She did not do any other spiritual practices. She did not visit any other places. She did not go to the different pilgrimage places. So, but she did just one thing. That one thing came to her very naturally. And she just did that thing. And she attained every single thing out of that. So for us also, out of these nine, whatever appeals to us, based upon our nature, based upon our interest, our inclination, we can just start practicing slowly that particular thing with faith and slowly, slowly other qualities will also come to us. So that's the purpose why Lord has described in this fashion the nine forms of devotion. So instead of getting disappointed with the prayer, we should try to see whatever appeals to us and let us start practicing that. If, like Guru has given us the meditation practice and even if we practice meditation sincerely, that is also following Guru's words and serving him. Uh, there is a comment here. I see the Ramcharit Manas as a complete teaching. It incorporates all the principles and teachings of various spiritual practices and all teachers, guides and luminaries of every spiritual practice known to mankind. Indeed, that is true. Ramcharit Manas, even though it is not an ancient book, it was written only about 500 years ago by poet Saint Tulsidas. And it's not written in Sanskrit. Unlike, uh, so I'm covering the classes on Ramcharit Manas. The videos are available on YouTube. And uh, I'm just telling the story of the whole, whole book. So uh, this book is indeed, despite having been written in vernacular language of that time, not in Sanskrit, as most other scriptures like Gita, etc. are in India. 
yet it has attained a status of a scripture. So in India today, many more people get inspiration, solace, and spiritual wisdom from reading Manas. This show, in short, this is called Manas, Ramcharit Manas. Uh, then many of the original Sanskrit books because it incorporates all the principles and all the teachings, both knowledge and devotion, path of knowledge, path of devotion. Particularly for the path of devotion, it is one of the excellent sources. Um, I remember one, um, one person I met, he is a very distinguished professor of economics in, the, in this country, in USA. Um, very well known and famous. Uh, he's, he, he's from India originally. And uh, he was telling me that when he was going for his MBA from one of the best institutions in India, uh, one of the Christian priests in the nearby church, Jesuit priest, he told him that, where are you roaming here and there on all these places? Just read Ram Charitmanas and you will find the answers to all your questions in your life. So even in India, even the a Christian priest would describe the virtues of this particular uh, book. So this is indeed amazing. So <clears throat> th thank you everyone. And with this, we will uh, go for the, our meditation, the general meditation. So I will stop my video and stop sharing the screen. And uh, you can uh, uh, just close it because it will be with the closed eyes. So. <clears throat> Please sit straight. Eyes closed. Just observe your breath as it is flowing in, flowing out with no effort on your part. Slowly take your attention to the top of the head, known as fontanel. All the time being aware of the breath. Just observing the breath gives you a tremendous calmness because mind and breath, they are very intimately connected.
slow, long, deep. Inhale. Hold. And very gently bow down in the front. Forehead towards the ground. As much as you can. Do not cause any undue stress on your body. Exhale. Normal conscious breathing. All the time being aware of the breath. Slow, long, deep. Inhale. Hold and very gently sit up. Exhale. Normal conscious breathing. Once again, slow, long, deep. Inhale. Hold in the top and very, very gently bow down in the front. Forehead towards the ground. Exhale. Normal, conscious breathing. Slow, long, deep. Inhale. Hold in the top. Very gently sit up. Exhale. Normal conscious breathing.
now we'll practice a little bit of pranayama slow long, slow long and deep breathings both inhalation and exhalation will be slow long and deep Slowly inhale, hold, exhale, hold. Whenever we are holding, we can mentally chant home. Inhale. Hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold. Exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale. Inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, Hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale, hold. Inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, Hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale. Hold, inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, Hold, exhale, hold, inhale, 
el G. Hold. Exit. Hold. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale. Hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale, Hold. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Relax. No attention on the body. No attention on the mind. You are just established in your own divine self. No need to do anything in particular. Just be yourself.
slowly bring your attention to the breath and in the fontanel and very gently bow down in the front offer your deepest love and gratitude to god and gurus for giving us this opportunity to hear these nine forms of devotion and also our meditation offer your prayers for the well-being of whole world offer your own personal prayers After your prayers, please sit up and just stay in silence for a few moments. I bow to you all. Om. Amen. We'll just do the closing prayers and close this session. Sarve bhavantu sukhinaha Sarve santu niramaya Sarve bhadrani pashyantu वशिष्यते ओम शांति 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 थैंक यू एवरीवन